Welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast with Robin Tyler. Tyler, I think this is episode number 22. It's been a while since we've been back on 22? the pod. In 2021, you know, we had some, you know, 2021 didn't really get off to the hottest start in terms of, you know, worldly United States, whatever. But we got some news, man. New York sports in general has been hot. I know we're a Yankees podcast and we got a lot of Yankees to talk, but New York sports has been fire right now on fire. a lot of fucking news a lot of news obviously we got the yeah, man, dj lemay back in pinstripes which is nice to see after some other moves that crosstown rivals get francisco lindor trade him and get cookie carrasco i mean we're, we're a baseball pod but i mean pretty big news james harden going to the Brooklyn Nets and, you know, forcing his way out of there. And also the Jets get a new head coach too. So New York sports, bro, has been hot as fuck, like fire. Oh, it's, it's been moving. I'm, ex- I'm excited to definitely dive in a little bit of it. I'm totally invested in Yankee land right now for the oh. next probably at least three days. Yes. Sir. Until, until I realize that like, it's still the middle of January, but dude, this is what we've been asking for. DJ, baby. And we got some pitching yesterday. Cash had a big day. Um, I just want to put it out there before we start. I oh, and I know I'm not saying you ever had any doubt in Cash either, but a lot of a lot of goons on Twitter be, be like freaking out about Brian Cashman. And if you really think about it, for the most part, except for like him in the trade deadline, when we ask, we receive, dude. Like yep. Garrett Cole last year, DJ this year. I mean, he's been good to us. So I'm pumped six years, 90 mil, uh, keeping the, the annual, the AAV low. So that the hit on the luxury tax isn't much, but dude, I'm fucking hyped. It, it was, it was really good. And I, I will say like, if you listen, listeners that listen to the past pods, I, I know you were a little bit, but you were still kind of on the DJ bandwagon. And I was really warming up to the idea of us possibly doing the Francisco Lindor thing because I will admit, and I'm, I mean, I saw some other tweets that you sent me the other day about talking about moves that we could make with some of our suds, i.e. Glaver Torres and certain trades. I won't say any names, but I saw a lot of tweets of like things you sent me to Tyler. And my big gripe with him is just that I don't, I still like, I'm going to say this. He has the opportunity to change it, but I didn't believe that he, I still don't really believe he can play shortstop long-term for us. So that's why I was thinking, okay, if DJ is going to demand a shit ton of money, why are we going to even bother? And we should go ahead and we should look at the Francisco Lindor deal. But obviously once that fucking trade will happen, I mean, dude, the Mets got him for a pretty good deal, man. I mean, they gave up two of their, their two stud shortstops in Jimenez and uh, Rosario. And then they gave up some other pitching prospects and they got that deal done. And I was saying to myself, and that, that's what kind of sparked that Cashman hate, dude. I will say like once the Mets made that deal, uh, Tyler, they, he he got a lot of flack and they're like why didn't you even make an effort and i was kind of thinking you know i would be down i i wanted the lindor thing because you think about a 26 year old going on 27 
You move Glaber back to his second, which he's been not as much of an issue at. And then you have Lindor at short, who's an absolute stud. I was kind of thinking along those lines. And I was saying, okay, well, after that's over, we fucking need DJ LeMayhew if we are in this win-now mode, which we are. We need this guy. He has been the most consistent player on the team. And that's crazy to think with a 32-year-old. And then you have, you know, Aaron Judge and Stanton and Gary Sanchez, These all these young players – or. I mean, not so much Stanton, but the younger players in this kind of Yankee regime, and they haven't been the most consistent as DJ LeMayu has. So I was like, yo, you got to get this deal done. I really, I honestly, I was like, okay, whatever the money is, but dude, six years, 90 mil, 15 a year. You can't fucking I, complain about that for dude. a guy that finished top three in the MVP conversation. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, okay. All right, it's a four-year contract, basically, dude, basically. what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. Because if he's productive the fifth and sixth year, then, you know, they keep him as, like, this kind of utility on the bench type thing. Or they, they dump – it's a salary dump somewhere. Or they just release him. I mean, it's nothing – DJ, like, this could not have worked out in more of our favor, I feel like. Because we were in a spot where we were thinking, you know, DJ's getting, like, 20, 25 mil, you know? And, like, nothing's going to happen with pitching. And now, I mean, as we know – I mean, Corey Kluber's in, in the Bronx now. Yeah, um, man. So, I, th- ten, I do think... Oh, what is it, over- 10 or 11 mil? 11 mil is what I heard. I th- Maybe it's like 10 guaranteed with like a mil in incentives. Yeah. But, dude, some shit must have heated up if they paid. There's no way the Yanks just came out and were like, yeah, we got you one year, like 11. Mm-hmm. I thought his asking, but like, I thought he was going to be around like 5 to 7 million on the higher end, to be honest. I, yeah, I mean... Like a lot of Yankee, my my feeling on it is we need starting pitching. That's clear as day. Uh, I I think a lot of Yankees Twitter is very outrageous at points, as we all know, and they were very, you know, let's go. Like we got Kluber. This is what I'm talking about. And I'm just a little. I'm gonna see what he does. Like obviously we need him. We need him to perform, and I'm ready to see what he does. And you know it's we need a we need a stud starter, but obviously I think this takes us out of Tanaka. Like Tanaka's probably going to go back to Japan, or there were um, rumors of him that the Padres were looking at him. So I think they're out of Tanaka, especially with the ten eleven mil that they just gave Kluber. I think he's no no way we get Tanaka back. Um, and I would have opted for Tanaka. And quite quite frankly, I would rather have gone with Masahiro Tanaka, the guy who has been making more starts in the past two years. Corey Kluber only has eight or nine starts in his past two seasons. This guy's been injury prone. I'm a little apprehensive to say, like, let's go. Like, seriously, I'm saying, okay, they made a deal. Let's see what happens. Let's see how he performs. I see articles talking about, can he ever get back to his Cy Young? I think that's bullshit. No way a guy like that that missed that much time. Maybe he'll prove me wrong, Tyler. I don't know. Dude, he's literally... He's kind of like Sevy right now. Like they're in the same, almost the, also a very older version of uh, older version of Sevy. But yeah, well, yeah, dude, let's not get too too deep into pitching yet. I feel like, yeah, like DJ, dude, this is what we've been asking for six years, ninety mil. Like, what do you you think, think, dude? That's phenomenal. I think people that people that are are like freaking out over the six years uh, need to kind of rearrange their no the money the money I was freaking out around the six years or five or six years. Before I knew the the money amount, we did and not I, think it was even possible to the, get yeah. 15, him for fifteen. The I mean, apparently Toronto offered him four for seventy eight, and the Yankees were like, "We'll give you two extra years and twelve mil more." And well, the Yankees offered him four for seventy three, is what I saw, and then Toronto went out and was like, "All right, well, we'll pay you a little more." 
Yeah. And I guess I, she came back to New York and was like, all right, like, like what's up? <laughs> dude, I mean, it's st- it still seems like it's just a crazy thing. You got a $3 million raise, dude. Cause, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you <laughs> literally did, like, a bargain deal again. Like, however we first signed him, I think it, what, it was two years, 26 or 29 mil or whatever that deal was. It, it was two for 24 because he was at 12 for the last two years. Yeah, so, I mean, if you fucking think about it, like, we just fucking stole him again for the amount yeah. of money that we had to pay. And you know, that is so flexible. Like, come, come, you know, two or three years down the road, depending, hopefully we fucking win a championship while we're talking about this. But I mean, you know, if we need to move on from him, it's not, it doesn't handicap us as much as like a Jacoby Ellsbury contract or a, dare I say, a rod contract. Yeah, it's not, other... a, it's not a $22 million a year contract that we thought yeah. we were getting. Here's the thing. MVP level player, nonetheless. Yeah. Dude, finished top five in the MVP voting in the last yeah. two years. I mean, um, fuck, what was I about to say? <laughs> Find it, find it, um, find it. We'll give you. Oh, a- oh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Um, all I'm saying is, dude, DJ, it works out. It's a win-win for both sides because I feel like we didn't fleece DJ, and DJ obviously didn't fleece us because, dude, he got the bag he was looking for. Like he mm. wanted his. He was at a number, and I think 90 mil was the lowest he was at. Yeah, or at least roughly. And he mm. was like, "I deserve this. Like this bag. This is the price that's gonna get me wherever." And the Yanks were like, all right, like, we can't do that at 22 a year. Like, we can we can give you that for six years, <laughs> which is, like, longer. I, th- like, I think he took a little bit of a discount, you know? Oh, I mean, he absolutely did because I, I doubt that he wants to move on and move on to re- another he's place. He's a Yankee. Yeah, he wants to do that. I mean, he's found a home. That's that's the way it is. So, I, I, <laughs> I look forward to seeing him hopefully raise a, a championship trophy and, you know, and – as in terms of like retiring a Yankee, I want to see him at old timers day and stuff and be that, be that kind of one of those that would pieces. Be awesome. Dude. Be Imagine one of those pieces. When he retires, he'd, I mean, if he's like here for the, his full stint of his contract, that he'll would be, be a Yankee. He'll be a Yankee for eight years, dude, which is crazy. I, like I don't know. Came- I, my prediction is he gets four years into the contract and then we move on because yeah, a- I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it at all. But you know, dude, I think their thing is like, all right, give us three years of 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 like very productive DJ, and then whatever happens the last two or three years, I mean, they, they, I don't even think they care to be honest. Yeah. If no, if DJ gives us fifty percent of this contract, what he did the last two years, uh, I think that's a W in everyone's book, mm-hmm. especially for the money. Uh, Yankees also signed Greg Allen. That kind of comes off, it, you know. It, they signed him when they when Lindor went to the Mets, and it was like, and Yankee fans were like, "God damn it! Couldn't you have waited like a day yeah. later not to say the Yankees have signed Greg Allen to a deal?" Like, okay, but he's a good piece. I he was in Cleveland before. He kind of comes off as a, um, obviously a bench vibe. Can kinda, he? Can like he a, hit? Uh. He I hit, feel like I, read I think some, his last year he hit 239, I believe. Yeah, he's super fast, though, isn't he's, he? Yeah, he's a fast piece. I mean, he kind of has Cameron Mabin vibes and, uh, you know, pieces to fill in, kind of like Neil Walker when we had him. Like, that's kind of the vibe. We'll, we'll see whatever we can get. I I, I, think I would like also, a useful utility player, dude. I, oh, I think it's also a bye-bye to – Mike Talkman possibly. I, oh I don't God, I, I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> I no, I don't either. Like if, honestly, I'm I'm down with keeping Greg Allen. Like I think it was a solid deal. I also think Yankees PR maybe could have thought about it and not have done it when Francisco Lindor and Carrasco went to the Mets. But you know, it is what it is. But yeah, 
Yankees made some some hot moves in the last week and a half, and mainly yesterday. But I, yeah, it's good to see, man. And we're gonna we're gonna run it back with the same squad. Um, yeah, they haven't gotten better yet. Let, let's Tyler, keep it I real will, too. I will say, I do kind of think. This is just my opinion, like or right, my right, my vibe. Right. I do kind of think they're going to move on from Luke Voigt. I, I do. hope not. I hope not either. But the here's only... Tyler. Here's my All thing. Right. Here's my thing. Here's Break my it down thing. for me. I hear you. Here's my thing. So we move on from Luke Voigt. I don't want to do it. Like I want to see him. the dude just fucking led the league in home runs last year. I know it's a sixty game season, but he's just hitting his fucking stride. Like I don't want them to move on from Luke Voigt. Let me get that perfectly clear. But we have to see the way the rest of the infield. We we have to see the way the rest of the infield kind of shapes out. I could really see them at one point saying, "All right, we got DJ locked in for six years. We can easily move him over to first base if we want to have a little flexibility of a move of another kind of stud middle infielder or whatever may happen with a you know hot corner." Whatever. Like, all I'm saying is, in the near future, I could see it happening. Because, I mean, there were talks about them going out and getting Josh Bell. I'm thinking, where the fuck are we going to put Luke Voigt now? That's why I'm thinking, like, I don't want them to move on from Luke Voigt. But it's uh, he's honestly the most kind of expendable player in that. I know. I'm I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying it's a realistic outlook on this team that he is the most expendable in the in the middle or in the infield in general. I mean, maybe Gary if he fucking sucks again. But you know, we gotta see what happens with Sanchez. But I think that's what I'm saying. No, I hear you because I definitely think Luke has the highest value, um, kind aside from like Glaber or something. If if he's under control too, man. Yeah, that's he makes. Dude, he. I just looked at. He's make he's gonna make four million this year, I think, but I could be completely wrong. But in I think, tw- a, I think that's a real, I think that's a around the ballpark for sure. And that might because they came to terms in arbit before arbitration yesterday, I think, with him, right? Uh, I don't know, but whatever. In twenty nineteen, uh, for he was for, they did it for Clint. I think it was Clint yesterday for like two mil. And, well, and Judge, they did it for for because they were all due yesterday. But I don't know, whatever. In 2019, Luke Voigt made $573,000, dude. And like you said, he's under control for a while. The only way I, like, I would want them to, to move Luke is if they got like an eight. Not, I don't even want to say an ace, but a very solid two. And I feel like that ship has sailed, you know, because if they were going to do that, they would have done that with you, Darvish, or Blake Snell. Uh, I mean – our boy Stanzo will be talking about Castillo, maybe. Or Lance Lynn, but yeah, Castillo would be nice. <laughs> um, I, do. I don't know. What do you can you see of a, like a Luke Voigt trade happening? Uh, I'll tell you one thing. If they do fucking do that, they better fucking bank on Aaron Judge being on the field. They better fucking bank Labor Torres hits the bat, hits with the bat, and doesn't really stay off. Because, you know, this dude fucking, him and DJ saved our offense last year. Like without Luke Voigt, yeah, bro, we're not talking. We're talking about an even more disappointing season than losing to Tampa Bay. And that we might uh, not. We probably not in the playoffs yeah. without Luke Voigt last bro, year. Bro, bro, we like. All I'm saying is, if I, I mean, we don't know what his 2021 season is gonna look like, but I'm telling you, they better fucking find some production elsewhere. That's all I'm saying. If they decide to move on from Luke Voigt, because they're gonna. I don't need think it. they will. 
I don't. I hope they don't. But I mean, it's it's a. It's been, he's been it's the a, best, dude. Since he's gotten the starting job, he's been the best first baseman in the American League. And I, I fucking love Luke Voigt because I'll tell you one thing. I despised uh, Greg Bird when he was. I and we'll talk about it too when we get in the Brantley stuff. But all the all the short porch, you know. Greg Bird, you know, oh, trust yeah. the lefty bat. Like, I understand we need a lefty bat in this lineup. Don't get me wrong. I understand it. But we, like you just said, Tyler, we got some needs at in the pitching staff and our fucking bullpen that was shit last year. We got some answers to, to you know, or some questions to be answered. Like, we need to address those. So I, they won't be addressed until the season starts, though. You know? Yeah, that's a thing. Because, dude, man. we're at the point where – this team can be very good. We're can you agree with that? Our, we're banking on our on our on our other starters. That I think offensively, they are the team. Like we will be good. You know, obviously, yeah. who knows how injured they're gonna get? You know, because oh, we dealt injured. with that the last you can, couple you years. You can fucking bank, take it to the bank that they're gonna have some fucked injuries, and we're gonna be fucking bitching about but it next can, year. Yeah, can you agree that the that the the offense will be good? Yeah, they're going to be the good. Lineup, it's the best lineup in the AL. They're going to be good. Again. And and when people make that argument about Brantley, I'd be like, all right. Yeah, it's just kind um, of it's, – it's not necessary. It, it's overkill, but also here, Tyler, like if you're going to make that argument to me and you're going to say – because um, the Yankees' offense too, like we've talked about it on the pod before, the offense is really – like is good throughout the regular season. Like they're in top categories – but there are moments in postseason where they need to fucking hit. Like, oh yeah, no I mean, if dude, fans pitching has pitching has not lost this team in the um, postseason. Like, postseason l- like whatever you want to say. Like, you can talk about Chapman and certain bullpen moves, and like honestly, you can pin that on a lot of the managerial stuff and like decisions like that. I understand like pitching that why that way, and you know we do need starters to get us throughout the regular season, but we also need hitting in the postseason. So yes. I understand, like, if you're saying, well, we want to bring in Brantley and we want to do that, but I just don't the see only the way value I... of us just signing a 32-year-old to a very friendly contract, don't get me wrong, but why are we going to bring in a guy just for his lefty bat to play at 33 to play left field? Well, dude, that's where that it kind of has comes... injury history, too. Yeah, he did. All right, I agree with that. But that's where it comes into play, like, what if – their whole mindset is sign Brantley to a cheaper deal and then move Clint and bring Castillo in because they want to, what if that's like a win now thing where they're like, okay, we could get an equal ish bat between Clint and Brant by shipping Clint out and bringing Brantley in, but also get that like dude in the middle of the rotation. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but that yeah. would be my mindset behind it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I understand it. I I do understand it. Um, I'm my thing is, and you can call me, you can call. Oh, we were in win now mode, but I'm just really thinking about why are we gonna move to a 33 year old from a 26 year old guy? That no, just had a I really agree. Good year. I agree. And and, and it's both sides of the argument. Don't get me wrong. It's both sides of the argument. You could it could be made, but then again, it's like, well, we just signed Kluber. It's just we, we do have all these pitching. We do all have these. We have all these question mark pitchers coming back so like my mindset is i don't want to do that deal this like i would want to wait till the trade deadline and see how the no, I, I agree because then we I have agree. we have like oh is herman gonna perform oh is sevy gonna perform like oh what are we gonna do with uh, clark schmidt what are we gonna do with uh 
uh, Jordan Montgomery. Like we have so many of these question mark starters. I'm like, okay, so if you want to do that Brantley thing, like, are we going to move on from these guys and get Castillo? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? So honestly, the Kluber stuff, the Kluber deal yesterday kind of takes us out of that mindset. Does it not? Because we've got our quote unquote front line kind of guy to back up that uh, end. I mean, dude, he Kluber is like, He's an arm. Like the Yanks need, they need still ten a million arm for a year, yeah. though, Tyler. That's well, a lot oh, of no, money. I, listen, I hear you. They must, dude. All right, we can't deny if Klu, if Kluber can somehow be eighty percent of the picture, the pitcher he was. Oh, dude, we're chilling. We're we're that's a good guy. I want that. Yeah, I want that. Th- then that's awesome. I, I mean, don't think it's gonna happen, but I, I mean, dude. The, here's the thing with this lineup: we got Garrett Cole, Corey Kluber. Luis Sever, let's just let's take this into account. Yeah, like yeah. this is October, okay? This is like this is who we have rolling into the postseason healthy. Garrett Cole, Corey Kluber, Luis Severino, Jordan Montgomery, Domingo Herman, dude. So aside from Garrett Cole, if two out of these four—Corey Kluber, Sevy, Montgomery, and Herman—if two of those pitchers can be the the good healthy version of themselves, I think we're good. I think that I think that's a good situation to be in. Cause then you have three quality starters and that doesn't include Devi, Clark Schmidt, and then whoever like whatever other arms didn't pan out, you know? Oh, we forgot about Devi too, yeah. I mean they have arms, dude. It's just gonna it's that's that's the thing where I'm like this oh, is a we? a long race to who's gonna be in the starting five. I feel honestly like, dude, it's gonna be a crazy it is going to be a crazy thing how this pitching rotation pans let's out. Let's be honest, dude. You don't need, like, you need more than five starters. In this I would season. say one, two, you and need three. need, like, seven. I would say one, two, and three are locked in by Seve, uh, Garrett Cole, and Kluber. And mainly Kluber just because of the name factor and Seve because he was our ace but before we got Cole. But then those last two spots, it's going to be a fucking dogfight for those. Oh, spots. yeah. It could, be, it could be Clark. It could be Devi. It could be Herman. Or it could be Gumbo, dude. And the thing with Kluber, the only thing that scares me with Kluber is he very well could be a pitcher that we sign and he gets hurt after three or four starts and we never see him again, you know? Yeah. So that is a very – that's a possibility for Yankee fans that, that think – Just get it in your brain a, now. Just get yeah. it in your brain now. For Yankee fans that think they're si- we're signing a legitimate, like, Cy Young pitcher on this team. Yes, he was a very, very good pitcher when he is three healthy. four years ago. Yeah. And he can be that pitcher, you know? I mean, I I think they were saying his velocity was a little higher than they initially thought. I would, I would say he could be 80% of that pitcher. I, I'd say he could be Dude, if I'm All I'm saying is if we can get 150 innings out of Corey Kluber, I think that is a massive W. Um, I don't even really – to be honest, I guess if he pitches okay in those 140, 150 innings, and even I think that's too much to ask for <laughs> I think that's worth his contract because we need so like we don't have people that can go innings right now besides besides Cole. Yeah, it's gonna be a microscope on him, bro, for sure. Like I'm fucking gonna... hype though, dude. I yeah, think, no, because dude, if he pitches his absolute cock off this year, he will get paid. You know, he'll get he'll get a big two year or three year deal. Yeah, I just I, the only reason I'm skeptical is because when we bring in these older. Pitchers. It's a James Paxton move, dude. James Paxton, it's a li- I mean, Jay Happ came off a really good year when we signed him in Toronto. So I wouldn't Happ. say I wouldn't say it's so much Happ, but like and then like Wait, no, I said straight- pa- Paxton. Well, yeah, Happ too. 
I get what I, you're saying. I'm saying from and like Lance Lynn, when we bring in like these pitchers that had like a, a nice like spark. I mean, well, Lance Lynn then fucking went back to the Rangers and fucking went off. So yeah. I don't know what the fuck was going through his it's, brain. It's, it feels it's, like a little sunny also, gray action it, too. It is so much different for these pitchers. I'm just gonna say it. They, it's so much different when they put on the fucking pinstripes. It really oh, is, bro. Yeah. It's a completely different dynamic. With these pitchers, what goes through their fucking brain? Fucking Jay Happ when he's in Toronto pitching in front. I mean, Toronto's. I mean, at the time when he was pitching, they were kind of coming off that fuck when he had the good year. I think it, he, they were coming off those really good seasons with um with like Donaldson and stuff. And like I think that that's the one year that he had a really stud year. And then Paxton in Seattle, and then Kluber even with Cleveland. Like, I'm not ready to say the pack. I don't hate the Paxton move still. Like it's. Kind of not as good because um, I'm just saying he didn't, pitching well. he didn't live up nearly to what he was producing the year Dude, before. In 2019, though, like he he was very good. Yeah, he was good, but he wasn't. I, I we he, was he was going to be. Start, a, he, he started he game one of the ALDS for us. I know, but we thought he was going to be an ace. I mean, I don't think we thought he was going to be Garrett Cole, but we thought. I know we be, didn't think he was going to be Garrett Cole, but we thought he was a very be a good too, uh, which he was though. He was a very good. Two, which he was supposed to be beside, behind Seve. Right. Then obviously Seve's arm fell off, and then it fell off again. And now, now we're we're doing this for the third go round this year. Yeah, um, but dude, the only thing that kind of gets me a little bit excited about Corey Kluber is his um his like personal trainer or whatever is the Yankees like strength and body like conditioning coach or some shit. I don't even know his name. And then obviously his former pitching coach Matt Blake is our pitching coach now. Yeah, Anything? that's kind of cool. You know, I mean. Yankees connection. I don't know, dude. This, I like. Let, remember how I talked about this a few weeks ago? How I was like, whatever they do, I'm gonna talk myself into. Oh, I already hear it, dude. You're talking <laughs> yeah. yourself into being a Corey Kluber fan. You're already gonna get his fucking jersey. <laughs> nah, I was very close to buying a DJ jersey yesterday, though. Because <laughs> I got a Glaber jersey for Christmas, dude. Like I told you, but um, I I know you're bitching about the name a, on the back. A, it does have the name on the back. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't want to look like a fraud, and like I could have the whole middle infield if I if I snag a DJ jersey. Yeah, they're yeah, hundred bucks on MLB.com without the name. I was surprised. There's like like up like near two hundred, I think. Yeah, for the well, I think they started making the. I, yeah, I've seen that. I think they've started making like the not. Yeah, I want the Nike jerseys though. Those are sick. I they're yeah. making like the the replica like hundred dollar jerseys without the name on the back for the Yankees now. Well, so it was, it was some like it was some sale they were doing. Like if I they, yeah, I used like a code like code fastball or some shit and it gave me like twenty percent off. Oh really? But I don't know. It could be a replica. Um, but fucking Yanks. Dude. Yeah, I know you're gonna talk yourself into it, but uh, <laughs> I have <laughs> been. I just did. I just hey I hey just hey. Did. The I last don't, two days I have I, been. I don't blame you. It's I'll, I'll it's I'll, fandom. This I'm is just fandom. Gonna, I'm just gonna tell you, I will be here to be. I, I do too, because like, don't get me wrong. Like sometimes I act like a little pessimistic, but that's just because I'm so disappointed in the past four years that we haven't won. Like I was so excited in 2017, and I just, I just want them to win. That's yeah, all. Like that's all I want. Like and and it's I don't kinda, care how it happens. It, the thing that reminded me of it of like my sometimes me on this pod. Like I don't know. Like um. The other day I was listening to WFAN and I'm sure we have a lot of WFAN listeners because we're a New York podcast and I'm sure a lot of Yankee fans are from the area and they listen. But like when, um, when I was listening the other day, when, uh, Evan Roberts was talking about the the fucking James Harden deal and he was like, dude, what the fuck? I mean, it's completely different, but he was just like looking at it from like a real realistic fit and he made a good point. He's like, listen, dude, 
I'm just here to make these points. Like, I'm still a fucking fan. I'm just being critical because I want them to win. Like, that's the same thing I am with the Yankees, yeah. like, of when I'm looking As at we them should like be. This. As yeah. we should be. So, um, but I think, yeah, dude, we made, we made the moves we had to make, and we're heading into this season. I, I don't want to be done. I don't want to be done. Yeah, no. We I have, want Brad Hand. I, I, I was really gonna, wanted Archie Bradley. Dude, so that's what I was kind of heading into. My fault, my fault. Bro, <laughs> the New York Mets... I was kind of arguing with Mets or um, Yankee fans through the uh, our podcast Twitter account. Go follow that at Four Savages on Twitter. Growing it, growing it a little bit more, Tyler. Yep, yes, um, sir. And like, yo, don't be so like. And and they had these power rankings come out that MLB put out, and they had this was before the uh, Lindor deal, and they had the Mets at eight, and I was like, what the fuck? They haven't made any fucking deals, but now after the Lindor deal, yo, we got some fucking. I, I wouldn't. I still have confidence in. A, the Yankees to fucking kick their ass because you know we're the fucking Yankees, but they're making some moves. And if they get this, they, and it was reported Rosenthal yesterday reported that they got uh Brad Hand, and I was like, yo, motherfucker! But they're only engaged in talks at this point. So, well, that came out to be like and Hendricks. Hendricks signs with the the White Sox. I mean, he would have had a really high price tag for us. Yo, he, hold on, hold on. Before, listen to this real quick. The Hendricks deal, DJ got paid $2 million more a year than him. Isn't that kind of fucking crazy? I know, and, and that's the thing with relievers. <laughs> this market too. is nuts, dude. It is. It's weird. And and the the whole um, the whole thing with, like, relievers is very shaky year to year. So, I, I mean, we got to sign relievers. Like, we need to sign them. And and it's we're just a bunch uh, of question marks Brad, in the Brad, Where did Bradley go again? Bradley got signed somewhere yeah, to the Phillies. Phillies Which, uh, historically they had literally one of the most historic or they were they excuse me I like can't speak they had a historically bad bullpen last year. Yeah. So so Archie Bradley talking our boy talking Jake tweeted this, <laughs> he, like added Archie Bradley first person to ever pitch for the or be the entire uh, Philadelphia Phillies bullpen arm. Yeah, some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, for real. And I mean, the thing is, like, uh, we got to sign these guys and reliever. Like, I, I ones that come to mind: Adam Adovino, obviously for us, that has just that's been nine dog mil shit, right there. Dog shit. And then if you look at other teams, like Edwin Diaz, when he got traded, came off like what the fifty nine save season, and then is pitching like dog shit. I mean, last year he wasn't as well, bad, and he, he had, had a moments. very good year last year. Yeah, dude, so, but I mean, numbers. small sample size, small sample size. But yeah, we, agreed. We, but it looks all, bad against all, the Yanks. All, all I'm saying is, dude, I it scares me to throw money at these relievers. But our fucking bullpen was so bad, and we've been losing some arms, like Canely going to the Dodgers oh, yeah. and shit. Like we have to make these deals. But like, I'm so apprehensive to be like. Let's go. We got this reliever. Like after uh, Adovino, like we got Adovino. I was like, yo, this motherfucker was fucking pitching like, like so good with the Rockies. And then well, he was fucking... lights out for us for half and a year. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like, so we need fucking relievers. But I'm just like, dude. Yeah, I I listened to to uh, uh one of John Boy and Jake's pods, and they were talking. If you take out, you know how Otto had like that seven run game or whatever this year against Toronto. Mm-hmm. If you take out that game, I guess he his ERA is like under three for the year, which obviously, you know, another small sample size. And just like the, watching him pitch, like regardless of what the numbers say, it didn't look like too good this year. Mm-hmm. 
But I guess, you know, he's just an all, also a massive question mark. But I, yeah. don't, I don't know. He could be very good. But I have a question for you, Rob. Yeah, go ahead. The one-year 11 mil that Kluber signed. Mm-hmm. Take that 11 mil. You sign one or the other. Do you take Brad Hand or you take Corey Kluber? Because to me, Corey Brad, Kluber. Do you? Because to me, Brad Hand is almost I, like I feel like he's worth like 11 mil, and Kluber's I, worth like five. See, but here's here's the thing, dude. I think, but he got waived for 10 mil, which is I fucking okay. Absurd. So even in this game and this day of age of the bullpen kind of becoming even like closer to the starting pitching like importance. it means way more now so Impor- yeah. i don't know if it I'd see but i'm like, not saying more Yankees- than I, I mean like bat than than it did like five years ago yeah 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 for sure but with with the yankees we've been fucking dying for these starting pitchers and even though like i made the point that it's really been our offense and crunch time postseason that's kind of let us down like we still need the longevity of a regular season of starting pitching and we need to just fucking figure out of rotation and like I said earlier with my point, like we signed fucking Adam Adovino when he was fucking dog shit. So I I I, I understand. Well, we I, I think what it's Otto more could be. I think it's yeah. I think it's more more reasonable for us to look for smaller end pieces for the bullpen because I think Cashman, like we said, Cashman is very smart and he makes very good deals. Like we've brought in. You know, we I think we signed Adam Warren again. Like when we initially got him, he was very good for us when we first had him. And like he was not really a big name guy. So I think Cashman does a really good job oh, of at finding the, hell yeah. at finding these guys. So my thing also there's a bad taste in my mouth in terms of like looking at Brad Hand when we fucking walked it off from him. So I'll just say that. But I mean, um I just I understand throwing money at relievers because we need them because we're talking about it. But I, I, I personally would have gone for Kluber, and I think they did the right thing, even though it's a lot of money. I would have gone for the Kluber deal. Hey, I uh, like it. I was just I wanted to know, I wanted to know what you thought. Yeah. I, so I personally I, do want Brad Hand, but, but I. No, 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 you go, you go, you go. I was just gonna say, you know how we were just talking about the cluster. I don't want to say clusterfuck of starters <laughs> we have, but we do. We have a clusterfuck of starters that we don't know what they're going to do necessarily. Yeah. Imagine Corey pans out, Sevy pans out, Gumbo pans out, and then you, like, you know, for the last spot for a while, it's like Devi, Clark, Michael King, Luizaga opener type deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Ugh, so whenever Sevy comes King back, King fucking opener. I think Herman <gasps> could be very good in the pen. Yeah, that's another thing, you know, dude. Like, that could happen. Yeah, no, that's a good point, dude. That is a very good point. You know, we may end up having to take one of these starters and put him in the pen, man. Because I feel like Herman, you know, when he had, like, how many games did he win? Like, 18, 19, like, 21 or some I think shit. Eight, I think 18. Yeah, obviously, he got a ton of run support. He had, like, not the best ERA and the best pitching stats that year. But he kept us in game. I feel like his third time around the order was like where things kind of unraveled for him yeah so if he could kind of return to himself and because we've been missing that like bridge to like from sixth like the sixth inning to the seventh or the eighth yeah if he could do that for us and he could take some like leverage off of chad green and like a dude like allow a guy like Otto to be able to not fucking freak out and like pitch well yeah i don't know I, I like that idea. I mean, we're going to have to see how the season pans out. But, I mean, if we could somehow get hand. But I, I would feel I would feel fucking pissed if the Mets – because, like, like I was saying, like the Mets – I don't want to be a Met, yeah. 
The Mets are making moves, dude. They're oh, yeah. and their offense is already good, dude. I mean, also the thing too, like I like fucking with Mets fans and stuff, and like Yankee fans that say, "Oh, we don't care about." Like I like, I genuinely like fucking making fun of them because, like, I mean, their their organization in terms of having the Wilpons in charge have been like kind of shit for the past oh, year. I mean, shit, other, yeah. than the, other than other than the like twenty fifteen Johnsons, dude. I yeah, that. other than the twenty fifteen World Series appearance, I mean, they haven't really had anything to come home to. So I mean, but now. Uh, with with um with Cohen, I mean, I'm still gonna make fun of them and stuff, but they got you gotta respect them, bro. You got it. Yeah. They have, on they have the best pitcher in baseball. Even though I'll continue to fucking make fun of Mets fans and troll them on Twitter and saying that that long locked man in the oh, Bronx yeah. is still better than him, but I'll see, I'll keep saying it. But I mean, they do have the best pitcher in baseball. Um, they have. Now they have Carrasco. I think Stroman is overrated. I do not think that he'll be very good for that rotation. I and think he's they, just the most annoying person. He is so annoying. But, I mean, they have – their bullpen is fucking shit. So, that's why they are going after Brad Hand. Well, yeah, and they, they just signed Trevor May, too. And that's why I'm yeah. saying if, if they end up ha- – they could make a li- – like, hear me out. They could have a little big three with Trevor May, Brad Hand, and Diaz if they all pan out. Yeah. No, they can't. They have a good team, man. I, I also think that they Dude, should. Dude, but their division is tough, bro. Yeah, that's the they, thing. I'm, I'm saying I, I want hearing that they're a powerhouse because they're not the best team in their division. Right no, now. they're not. And that's also. They might not thing. even be the second best team. That's the thing that I fucking hate hearing from Mets fans, too, is, ooh, Yankees. How you, I'm like, worry about your fucking Atlanta Braves that just got to the NLCS and without some choke jobs. The I Braves, mean, the Nationals, dude, even the Phillies. If the Phillies sign JT, someone in that division is going to sign JT, and I don't think it's going to be the Mets. Well, they and got McCann, so they can't oh, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm shot. I'm so shot. I forgot <laughs> about that. But, um, dude, I think – and the Marlins, dude, like they're – they just made the playoffs last year. Like this, I, I'm tired of Mets fans thinking that they already won the NL when they might. They there's a good chance. I mean, it's going to be a tough trip to the playoffs for them. Yeah, no, that it's, division is it, going to be an absolute dogfight. Just slow your roll with attacking the Yankees immediately because, I, like, I'm one of the Yankee fans that would have liked the Lindor thing, but you know, just just worry about your own fucking division before you you, you come attacking the the AL yeah, East. All right, 100%. all right, buddy. We have been like, I feel like nice to Mets fans almost. Like, we have looked at their moves and been like, that's a good move. Yeah, I will fully Mets fans that. cannot do that for us. Oh, no. They're like, we just want to take DJ from you guys. Yeah. We're just going to take him. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But, I, no, they're making moves, and I, the, I will be locked in for the uh, Subway Series next year. When the, I hate how they have so many more primetime games than us, dude. I don't hate it because I guess maybe they're, like, maybe it's their turn. Everyone's buying into the hype, bro. Yeah. No, I, I get it. But, dude, I think, like, people just don't I, – I don't understand. Like, the Mets finished eight games under 500 last year. And they, they, had, have, a, they uh, had a good offense. It was also a small they have a good, size of the yeah, offense. I think they have a good offense. I, I will say that. Especially with the addition of McCann, and who I do like McCann. But he's also – I don't think people realize he's a question mark as well. Yeah. He's never been a full-time catcher. Yeah, he was no. an all-star for one season, so we're going to see. Also, he got DFA two years ago. Also, if I was a fucking Mets fan, I would immediately want to fucking part ways. I, I don't know why they haven't traded Steven Matt or Syndergaard. Like, they have big names and they allure people, but they never fucking stay on the field. Yeah, and Matt's really isn't that good. Syndergaard is like. like 
I, I, I would fucking want to trade them so fast and get, they would get back prospects or get back people because their fucking farm system is dog shit too. Yeah. So if I'm a Mets fan, I'm like, yo, get rid of these guys. And you, you still have, you got Carrasco and you got, uh, you still have three guys. I mean, you signed Stroman to that fucking deal for one year. I mean, you I just can't believe he's making 18 fucking million. Dollars. Absolutely ridiculous. So you're going to rock with them. So I, Syndergaard and fucking Mats, like trade them for some p- other pieces. That's what I'm saying. I mean, also we, we're going to go around the league a little bit, but dude, how annoying is Trevor Bauer and Rachel Lou? Oh, on I can't. They get just get in, they get in arguments with, with like every beat reporter on Twitter. You saw that it's video released after the Lindor deal. And he's like, very interesting. I, I didn't, but uh, dude, I'm, I'm like, why? What was the video? Because he's uh, just been trolling every he, team. He was just talking about how good of a player he's getting. They're getting because he played in them with Cleveland with Lindor and uh, Carrasco, oh, and, and he's like, "You guys are getting really good players and stuff." So, honestly, I think it's between the Mets and uh, the Padres at this point of who I'm. I'm feeling like with. I think the Angels. Like that. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm good. Let Dodgers, him go to the Angels. Angels. Let him go to the Angels and become irrelevant. Yeah, I would like him to go. I wouldn't. No, dude, I don't want him in the Mets because then he'll be in my ear more. I feel like <laughs> yeah, like he'll just be good. more. He'll just be more relevant. I would like him to go to the Angels just so the Angels suck. Yeah, like, dude, I kind of feel bad for the Angels though because they have such good talent on their team, and they're, it's just somehow they're bad every year. I, it's a culture thing, I think, honestly, at this point. Like, that's the only thing you can look at and say. That's, like, the last thing you go on the pecking order. They added Why Anthony is... Rendon and got worse. Like, how? someone explain that to me. I know, man. It's <laughs> crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Padres get fucking Blake Snell and you Darvish. That kind of helps us out a little bit. I don't really – like, people were kind of – like, that power rankings thing that MLB put out, and I know you feel a little different. Like, I don't – it's still going to be hard to win this. Like, I don't really like, okay. The pitching staff, like they lost Morton and Snell, but Morton and Snell weren't really like, they were missing time throughout this 60 game season. So I still think the Rays are going to be right there. Like, I yeah, think we they can did win trade the- Alvarado. They traded Alvarado. Though, yeah. Too. I think, I think we, I think we will win the division and I'm confident heading into the season, but I'm I think not the Rays got going to dismiss them. I agree. They're they're definitely a very good team in the AL. I do think they got significantly worse though, because now, like Tyler Glass now is your number one, and then you don't have much to follow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know they have what's this dude's what's the fucking dude's name? Their prospect that's supposed to be really good. I wouldn't know. I don't follow. He's like the, the Tampa number Bay one ranked. He's like the number one ranked prospect. I don't. Even, I'll Google his name and figure it out. But the AL got worse, dude, I feel like. Like, the Astros, they're there. The White Sox are a very good team. No, White Sox got be better. There. They're going to be there. Yeah. Well, they added Lance Lynn. And, you know, I mean, if, if the Yankees and added – Yeah, and Hendricks. If the, if the Yankees – their bullpen was kind of shaky, shaky, though. If the Yankees added Lance Lynn, they'd be like, ah, blah, blah, blah. we're going these old – we're bringing back these old guys, blah, blah, blah. And now the, the White Sox do it, and they're geniuses. But whatever, I won't get into that. We'll see what the Astros do. George Springer, he may go to yeah, the Mets. Or I don't think the Astros are going to. I kind of hope the Red. I kind of hope the Red Sox signed him into an absurd contract just because he's a Red Sox fan. And he wants to go yeah. there. I, I, <laughs> the Twins will be spend more money will, on him. The Twins will be good. Um, I don't know, dude. The AL. I feel like when you sit, when you think of best teams in the league right now, you start with the National League, for, and then you yeah. you list a no, few. No, I teams, agree. And I then think, you come into the AL. Yeah, I think that's certain. I think it's the Dodgers. Have, everyone else. And like you know, the Padres, the Braves are are in there, and yeah. then you then you think like Yanks a little bit, and then White Sox. I don't know. 
We're just going to have to see when the games are played, man. We're just going to have to see I'm what fu- happens. I'm fucking hyped, dude. I don't want to wait anymore now. Well, you're going to have to wait through February, Super Bowl time. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Wait. And then spring training gets hot. But um, other moves, Chris Bryant and Wilson Contreras are on the tra- uh, trade block, apparently. I'm all set fucking, on that. I fucking hope the Yankees don't even come. I mean, maybe Contreras, but he would be at a fucking high price, and I don't think that's worth it. If the Yankees got Chris Bryant, I'd freak out. I, do I would be so upset. No, I Chris want Gio stri- Urshela, dude. Chris Bryant strikes out way too often, and he is injured a lot. I do not want Chris Bryant at all. Um, Schwarber to the Nationals. I think that's hilarious. Thank God we got Clayber Torres instead of Kyle Schwarber three yeah. years ago. Uh, Thank God we, people that wanted Schwarber on the Yanks, if you wanted him for that price tag, you're not intelligent. Get off Twitter. <laughs> yeah, get off Twitter. Um, and then kind of Tanaka, man. We're gonna have to see Tank. Is he gonna go to the Japan? You know what be you know would be a fucking crazy thing though, Tyler. In the next couple days, if we hear that Tanaka somehow works out a deal with the Yankees, I mean, I don't know how it would happen, but could you imagine that further fucks up our, oh, our yeah. whole conversation for that? The, is for a cluster fuck. That is a serious cause. Now it's like, uh, Herman, you are now designated to the fucking bullpen. Like, I would, yeah, 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 for sure. I. I so I don't know. I I really, like I said, kind of towards the beginning of the pod, I would have liked Tanaka over Kluber, but I mean Kluber has the more allure He's more because upside. he was a Cy, Cy Young winner. Yeah, I would say he has more upside too. Um, the, the risk uh, is higher, but the reward is a lot higher. You know what you're getting with Tank is what yeah. I, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, we're gonna have to see deals coming out in the next, next days, next weeks. I think it's gonna continue. I think it may be hot this weekend, dude. There may be some deals. I think Hand will probably land somewhere, and we'll be tweeting it out. You guys need to follow us at Four Savages on Twitter and engage with us. I, we see more engagement, Tyler, now, especially with the deals going on. It was very slow. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, NBA season, nothing really. We're all moping uh, through the offseason. around. Yeah, so uh, it's going to get hot again, man. We're going to try, try and grow our uh, grow our audience a little bit more and stuff and have some – we're going to have some uh, solid uh, guests on and stuff to, throughout spring training, hopefully, and uh, get that content out for you guys, yeah. Man, I am hyped for the season. Very and excited. You like – I just kept say, I kept saying, get me to February because I need spring training. Once spring training starts to roll around, then we'll be in a good spot. Yo, just real quick though, should we touch on how weird the ML, like the MLB market is? Because you see, these two dudes came over, we're about to come over from Japan, uh, yeah. Sugano and MLB. Like no clubs would pay them. That's yeah. kind of a bad look for MLB. I mean, like, it's what right, no it, one's going to pay me. I'm going to just go back to Japan. I'm not going to go to like the most coveted league in the world. Yeah, it goes back to the bullshit that they were dealing with in like May. Cor- yeah. May and June and shit. And, yeah. you know, just the handlement of uh, of Rob Manfred. I mean, hey, he came out and said we're getting a full season. I think that was kind of like the. Like, I saw that they got, a, like, Theo Epstein in the MLB offices and stuff. Oh, too, so that's a big deal to help. Dude, out he's going to be the next commish. Oh, I yeah, I completely agree. Or he's gonna be a team owner at some point, something. Yeah, because I, like I think that. that's what he desires for for sure. But yeah, I mean MLBs. I mean, if they if they dude, if they get to February and we they we hear rumblings of them fucking up the season or something, boy I don't think oh that, I, boy, 
I think MLB knows they have no leverage because they 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 want to say like uh, Corona, like we can't, you know, we we can't play it like a full season, and the players are kind of going to be like, what? Like we just did this last year. Yeah, they don't. Like, we we can play a full season. Yeah, twenty twenty two is going to be a fucking whirlwind with that fucking. Uh, oh, the CBA. Yeah, it's going to. That's bad. why I just really fucking hope the Yankees win this year. So we that need we don't, to fucking win this year, dude. I, so we can just last our fucking championship <laughs> throughout yeah, the fucking bullshit. Just, you know what I mean? Celebrate it for two years. Be like, yeah, we're not be like we could literally i mean we'll be upset but we'll be like uh uh you know we don't get a season in 2022 be like two years world champions and yeah. we just fucking <laughs> shove that down fucking people's throats dude yeah. oh, that'd be funny <laughs> that would uh, be wonderful yeah, i love it hopefully we get a season man but um we're gonna keep it growing with this pod and this season is gonna be pretty big for us and we're just gonna keep continuing to put out uh content for you guys and be sure to follow us and stuff on uh at four savages on twitter and be sure to leave us a rate and review we want to get some more feedback from you guys and kind of grow the pod through apple podcasts and spotify that's where you guys can check us out and yeah tyler you got anything else to say for the people before we head into some more uh free agency even though we had a big we had a big day yesterday and you know keep it rolling man nah man great friday for me great friday for yanks fans uh DJ's in pinstripes for six years. He's going to fucking retire Yankee. Hopefully. Uh, let's get it. I'm hyped. Let's get it. So once again, follow us at tw- on Twitter at 4Savages. Be sure to subscribe to the pod. Also leave a rate and review, and we will catch you next time. Peace. Peace.